with KSOM, KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. A semi-driver suffered injuries when he struck the rear of another semi-trailer on Interstate 29 in Monona County. The Iowa State Patrol says the accident happened at 8.36 a.m. in the southbound lanes near the 112-mile marker. Authorities say 29-year-old Caleb Jayton of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, was injured in the crash. State police say a southbound 2023 Volvo semi-tractor driven by Jayton struck the back of a parked semi-trailer hauling an oversized load in the right lane of traffic. The crash turned off both semis and Wings Air Rescue transported Jayton to the University of Nebraska Medical Center. The Dallas County Sheriff's Office is investigating after finding dozens of horses in need of medical treatment. A home was searched yesterday as part of a neglect investigation. Investigators found about 46 horses needing veterinarian care. No charges have been filed as of yet. Well, the Guthrie Center School Board on Wednesday awarded Camlin Mechanical's bid for the HVAC project at the ACGC High School in Guthrie Center. School Superintendent Josh Rasmussen says the school board has been accepting bids on replacing the air handling unit to improve the HVAC system at the school. In June, and the bids came back high, um, so we rebid it and um, opened up those bids on the 30th, and we got a good bid of of uh, 550000 to replace uh, three air handling units here at the high school. Um, and the board awarded Camlin Mechanical um, that contract and uh, accepted their bid. So Camlin Mechanical will, will be the, um, the winning bidder of that, and uh, those projects will get started here in the spring and, and summer of next year. Rasmussen also presented the certified enrollment figures to the board. He says the district showed a decrease of five students at the Guthrie Center facility and down 22 students at the Adair Casey campus. Really just studied it. And, you know, open enrollment, we see a lot of, of kind of in and outs. And since that time and since our, our count date, we've already seen students come back into our district. But uh, just continuing to look at, uh, you know, marketing ourselves. Um, we have a great thing going here uh, in uh, at ACGC, um, just a ton of positives to share with our academics and along with our activities now. So we got a lot of good things going there recently, but a lot of great things. So just looking to see how we can um, get students to come here and stay and uh, recruit and retain. Yeah, the board also hired Sarah Sheeter as the assistant girls basketball coach. She had some basketball, um, you know, Kenora, she was assistant coach, and we had an opening here, and she's loves the game of basketball um, since she played and, and helped coach uh, earlier in her career. And I'm just just glad to get her on the sidelines and helping our girls um, this this winter with the basketball program. The meeting was held at 7 p.m. at the ACGC High School Media Center in Guthrie Center. Atlantic Executive Chamber Director Bailey Smith and Atlantic City Administrator John Lund presented business development reports to the Atlantic City Council on Wednesday. Now, Smith says since June, the Chamber welcomed nine new members, bringing the membership to 230, covering 12 communities. 16 ambassador visits, three ribbon cuttings, and three more scheduled. Smith reported six new business startups in Atlantic. Vaso 80s is technically not a new business, but they did rebrand, and they're doing very well. We've had very positive comments um, and phone calls about Vaso 80s. So yeah, that's, that's very good. encouraging. That's good. That's really good. Uh, the fish store sold to a new owner, and he has remodeled the inside and is selling some new pet supply 
products, which we know from Retail Coach is our highest need. retail need, is pet supplies, and he also sells puppies. Oh, dear. So if you need a puppy, go to the fish store. If you need some stress relief, go to the fish store. <laughs> Play with some puppies. Um, and then Relic opened downtown in August, a high-end antique store. Atlantic Treasures, formerly known as Atlantic World Thrift, was sold to a young couple who is remodeling inside um, and rebranded to Atlantic Treasures. The Rusty Lantern opened two weeks ago where the Franklin Market used to be. She has a little over 20 vendors with room for more. Um, and then the Holy Grail yeah. also opened two weeks ago in the church across from the courthouse, and mm -hmm. he has high-end antiques in it as well, um, which is very exciting for Atlantic. Additionally, Atlantic City Administrator John Lennon reported on the progress of Retail Coach. In August 2021, the city signed a contract with the company to boost retail recruitment and related services. The agreement cost was 30000 and renewed in September 2022 for $20,000. The firm was tasked to identify retail opportunities within the city of Atlantic, recruit retailers, coach the community, help fill gaps, and ultimately act as an extension to the current staff, particularly how it relates to retail. Lund says it boils down to three prospects. One appears to be serious and needs to find a location, and the city is attempting to find out what the other two need as far as incentives are concerned. One thing we did learn was that retailers want to be near Walmart, and Walmart has been open to leasing ground to build within their kind of overbuilt parking lots, but a lot of retailers aren't actually interested in taking up those leases because Walmart puts like these incredible like stipulations oh, really? basically saying they have the right to tear down a building with almost no notice <laughs> suspend the lease um like if at any time walmart thinks it needs, it par needs its parking back they don't allow anything legally to stop them now with the retail coaches contract due councilman brank inquired about prospects committing it to atlantic locations so do they think that they'll be able to pull anything together by the end of their contract we haven't addressed that but i had spoken privately with the mayor a couple months ago and I said, you know, with like with our luck, we've seen like very little activity this whole time and then probably by mid December we'll be sitting down with representatives from a business and then have to renew the contract for another <laughs> period of time. But well I won't say that isn't you guys don't have to do folks. anything but, but that's, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. I don't think so. No, they've had their chance. Brink admitted there has been interest, but no available space to locate. But basically the problem that we ran into then is availability of property yes. in order to... So there has been interest, even in some yes. of the, the meetings that I've attended, there has been interest, but no place for them. So, exactly. And that's a problem that some way we've got to solve. Absolutely. But how do we do that? Well, got to get somebody to let loose of some property, but... I know there's something around right us doesn't want to. Yeah. Well, everybody wants to be in the Walmart. They want to be there because there's. And we, if we could just get one good business to start on right. the west, west side, side mm -hmm. we could maybe then, you know, use that as the draw. Yeah. The most substantial potential for retail space was nine acres behind Casey's on East 7th Street. However, Mayor Grace Garrett informed the council that the property had been sold. Garrett says hopefully the city can obtain some more property.
And the Atlantic City Council approved the hiring of an assistant code enforcement officer at last night's meeting. During the August to work session, the City Council reviewed the staffing levels of the Public Works Department. It determined a need for additional labor because the scope of some issues was beyond the ability of any one employee, particularly when managing the animal shelter and animal control functions. Councilman Pat McCurdy and Gerald Brink voiced their full support of this addition to the city staff. I think all the time I've been on the council, I've got more complaints about old houses and stuff, and hopefully this will help. I'm all for it. They're very much needed. Very much needed. Yep. She's just overwhelmed right now. The council approved the compensation for the assistant code enforcement officer position at $22.74 per hour, or $47,299.20. Additionally, the new job would be eligible for overtime, health insurance, and IPERS. Atlantic Assistant Police Chief Paul Wood is receiving an extension of his vacation accrual bank until the end of January. The City Council approved the extension at Wednesday's meeting. The extension keeps him from losing 89.66 vacation hours. Atlantic City Councilman Pat McCurdy and Gerald Brink. I just want to say I really appreciate our police department. They've really stepped up, you know, because we always seem like we're short of officers. But we're going to get there, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so I think he here. totally deserves this, you know. Yeah been hearing things about the car removal project that they're working on mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. real good response there yes. so we yes it's all we're good. very we thankful for that believe me yes totally support him due to the ongoing staffing issues with the police department assistant police chief paul wood had to delay using pto and fill shifts for other officers sometimes swinging between day and night shifts the personnel and finance committee met in October to review this issue and unanimously endorsed the extension for Paul Wood, who has been with the Atlantic Police Department for 19 years. Christmas in Atlanta kicks off on November 11th. Mandy Billings has this story. Listed as Travel Iowa's number one Christmas destination, downtown Atlantic lights up six blocks with nearly 200,000 lights for the holiday season. I look forward to Christmas in Atlantic every year. It's a big tourist season for Atlantic with people coming from not just all over Iowa, but also the Midwest, and they come to see our incredible downtown. It also provides the community with free family activities the entire month of November and December, while also encouraging um, holiday shopping at our incredible locally owned businesses. Bailey Smith, Executive Director at the Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce, said Christmas in Atlantic kicks off Saturday, November 11th with the Holiday Open House. Visit local retailers to get a holiday sneak peek and enjoy treats, giveaways, and special promotions. New this year, the Chamber has partnered with retailers to launch the Holiday Punch Card. November 11th through December 18th, when you spend $20 at a participating business, you'll receive a custom punch on your card. Once it's filled, turn it into the Atlantic Area Chamber for your chance to win $50 in Atlantic cash, which will be drawn every Friday beginning November 17th. A grand prize drawing, valued at over $1,000, will be drawn December 18th. For a list of participating businesses, visit AtlanticIowa.com. For the seventh year in a row, the Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce will be offering Atlantic cash at a discounted price as part of their holiday promotion. Last year, we sold $40,000 in about 45 minutes, which was our highest dollar amount yet since launching this initiative. So this year, our goal is to sell another $40,000 
all of which goes back into Atlantic businesses. For one day only, community members can come to the Atlantic Chamber on Saturday, November 11th and buy a pack of $100 in Atlantic cash for $80, a 20% discount. Up to three packs, totaling $300, may be purchased. The discounted Atlantic cash will be available from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. or until supplies last. The annual grand lighting ceremony will be Thursday, November 16th at 5 p.m. at the historic Rock Island Depot in downtown Atlantic. Santa will have a special arrival at 5.30 p.m. to turn on the lights and see children in his cabin from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at City Park. The lighted parade and fireworks will be held December 2nd, starting at 6 p.m. You can submit lighted parade entries to the Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce by calling 712-243-3017 or emailing chamber at atlanticiowa.com. Pre-registration is not required, but is encouraged. Prior to the lighted parade on December 2nd, visit Santa and his cabin where you can enjoy hot chocolate and treats, as well as horse-drawn carriage rides from 3 to 5.30 p.m. Santa's full holiday schedule is available on AtlanticIowa.com. The holiday concert and Angel of Christmas is December 3rd at the First United Church of Christ starting at 3 p.m. Submit your nominations for Angel of Christmas to the Atlantic Area Chamber by November 22nd. For a complete list of Christmas and Atlantic activities, visit AtlanticIowa.com. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. More news on our website at WesternIowaToday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.